What up, friends? This is your host, Becky Kahn, on the 33rd episode of Beyond the Cover podcast. And today I am so excited. I know I say that every time, but like I am literally ecstatic about today because I have a very special guest all the way from Kansas. It is my nephew, and it is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Eli Truen. What's, What's up, going Eli? on? <laughs> How's it going, Aunt Becky? Oh, man. You know, I, I always say I'm living the dream, and truly, I am, you know, but sometimes it takes some convincing. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. <laughs> so Eli is um, actually, so we're recording this over the, the Anchor app, which is really cool because we can be in two very different places, two different states, as a matter of fact, and be recording together. So that's cool. Technology is awesome, right? Yeah, you're in Max's closet and I'm on my <laughs> dining room table. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, right before this recording, I FaceTimed Eli and I was like, okay, so I'm in the studio and I flipped the camera around and there's shoes and clothes. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It's humble beginnings, brother. You know, that's right. We got to start somewhere. And this, why not Max's closet? You know, Fair enough. <laughs> he told me, he said, why did you choose my closet? Like literally his closet is exactly the same as my closet. Um, but whenever, <laughs> whenever I first recorded, I mean, Eli, it's exactly the same. Um, yeah. But the only, the only reason that I chose his is because he had a stool in his closet and <laughs> I wanted to sit on the stool. And now the stool has like kind of become like my little desk in here. So I've just become comfortable in his rather than mine so yeah so it's like know. a like a war room already ready to go come on okay brother I hear you <laughs> that's super cool well I do want to um first tell everybody that Eli has his very own podcast it's on all the major platforms it is called a Kansan Speaks and um it's kind of cool because it's very raw it's very like um, he talks about sports, he talks about politics, he talks about religion, he talks about relationship, he, I mean, just all the things, and he's very much Eli, you know, and I love it, so I want you guys to go and check it out, it's called A Kansan Speaks, right Eli? Yeah, uh, we just, uh, we'll be getting ready to upload episode three on Monday, I uh, got, this week we have our first guest as well, a couple uh -huh. of buddies of mine, so... Very cool. I love, I love recording with guests because I think it gives some depth. Um, I love the conversation, you know, yeah. You know, if God gives you something to share, then yeah, it's cool to like share it and you're just kind of talking to a screen, <laughs> but yeah, there's so much more meat, you know, whenever you have somebody that you're chatting with. And so, um, on that, I asked Eli if he would pray about what it was that, you know, God would have him share or what we, we should talk about. And pretty quickly, he came back, you know, a couple of days later, kind of came back and was like, I feel like we need to talk about trusting God. Um, mm. And I could not agree more. Of course, I spent some time in prayer on that as well. And what a time for us to talk about trusting God. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. with all of the uncertainty, and I know that that kind of gets overplayed in some ways, but um, we are, we are living in a time of uncertainty, a time of uh, doubt for a lot of people, mm -hmm. um, a time of, you know, just living kind of out of a place of fear rather than faith. And so 
um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's super cool. So I am going to like, let you lead this conversation. Okay. Um, actually, I'm going to let God lead this conversation, let the Holy Spirit move, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what, why did you, whenever you felt like that was what God kind of wanted us to talk about, tell me, tell me why that is like, where was that kind of birth from? What did, what did God kind of reveal to you? So that's something I've been learning a lot here lately. Um, in my time with the word, with the Lord, uh, in fact, yesterday, uh, when I was meeting, so I meet every week with one of my pastors at my church, um, and through our discipleship, he asked me, you know, like, what am I learning in scripture? What is God like putting on my heart? And it's just trust. You know, Mm -hmm. that's something I've struggled with a lot in my walk in faith. It's just trusting the Lord. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm someone, you know, me really well. I'm someone who's like, if I set my mind to something, I'm going to do it. And I, you know, like I've had to learn just to trust the Lord over the years, you know, from school to my career in the future to, to just everything. Yeah. Well, talking about, you know, your career in the future and such, like a lot of the listeners for Beyond the Cover uh, don't really know you or anything about you. So tell us a little bit about you, like you know, where you live, what you do, how old you are, um, okay. what your passions are. Like, just give us a little glimpse into the, the life of Eli. So, uh, well, like I said, my name is Eli. I am 21 years old. I live in Hutchison, Kansas. Um, so for those of you who don't, who don't know me, I'm not like blood related Becky, but uh, my stepmom is like one of her best friends. So she's just Aunt Becky. <laughs> uh, I'll take that all day long. <laughs> And I, I love Aunt Becky. Um, you know, so I, I am a full-time college student. I go online to a, a great uh, private Christian college here in Kansas called Sterling, uh, located in the city of Sterling. And I'm currently majoring in business with a minor in criminal justice. Nice. And then I work full-time at a, a grocery store called Dillon's, which is owned by the Kroger Company. And I'm a night, I'm a frozen weed and I'm also a night crew supervisor. Yeah. And you're super involved with your, uh, with your church there. Grace, Grace yeah. Bible, is it? Called? Grace Bible Church. Yep. Grace Bible I'm church. A, a member. I serve on the coffee team. I help make coffee every Sunday morning um, in our coffee Which, by bar. The way, y'all. Okay. So when we say coffee bar, like you guys legit have like a coffee shop. Yeah, we we, uh, went before COVID hit, we were open Monday through Friday, eight to 11 every day. And people would come in and buy coffee. And I was I worried I I used to work Monday mornings when before COVID hit. Mm -hmm. So so. I because, you know, there's kind of this stigma, right? Um, One of my favorite songs right now, actually, I can't it's by Casting Crowns. If they Oh, I'm sorry. I can't remember what it's called. (laughs) But anyway, part of the song talks about, you know, we want our coffee in the lobby. But, um, which is, which is true, but there's kind of a stigma about that. Like we don't need coffee to come to church, but you guys have put a different spin on that and that you before COVID obviously, but you guys took this as a mission opportunity as a, and as, as a ministry opportunity to open up the doors of the church as a coffee house, mm-hmm. people come in, you know, outside of members of the church, like you guys are open legit, like a coffee shop would be. Yeah. People come in, they, you know, they, they get 
their coffee from the barista and they sit in the church building, which the coffee shop is in. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're able to, um, to go just like they would. And, and I think it's really cool because you guys have people from the church. So these are believers. These are people that are followers of Christ that are serving the people of the community. And it gives yeah. so much opportunity to spread the love of Jesus, number one, and spread the gospel. Um, so I think it's super cool, the twist that you guys have put on that. One of my favorite things about the coffee shop is, uh, so I work on Mondays and there's a group of older men, uh, who meet and do a Bible study. And so while I'm doing homework up there, you know, I'll have one headphone in, listen to music or whatever. And then I have the other one out and I'm listening to their discussions. And, and we see in scripture where it says, you know, for the older men to, to teach the younger men mm-hmm. and just to be able to, these, these are men in their seventies, sixties, seventies and eighties who are retired meeting once a week for a Bible study. And, and, you know, just getting to hear glimpses of their knowledge of the word and of, of, of their spiritual life. It just, you know, it gives me yeah. areas I can look in like, wow, I can grow in that area or like, just give me ways to learn. Yeah. So. Yeah. What I'm hearing you say is that you're eavesdropping. <laughs> well, yes, but they don't I'm mind. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sure you've had several conversations with them. If I know you at all, I feel like you probably have talked to them. So. Oh, I talked to them. I, I, that's one of the like the only things I've missed during the whole COVID thing is serving them coffee and then listening to their discussions on Monday mornings. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so much wisdom in there is there. there yes, we can obviously. Um, well, OK, so you might be a little bit younger than me. It's fine. I'm almost 40, Eli. Oh, my gosh. Um, so is Tiffany. <laughs> She's one year older than me. I just want to put that out there. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, but I, uh, you know, yeah, of course we can spend time in the word as we should. And we spend time with the Lord and he gives us wisdom and knowledge. And that um, one of my biggest prayers is that he would allow me, give me the ability to retain and recall because I really stink at that. Um so I'm not a really good, I'm not a very good student, could not imagine myself going back to school, but we can, <laughs> we can study, you know, the word and we can spend time with the Lord and what have you. And we do, we do gain wisdom in that. And he tells us that in his word, but there's, you know, when somebody is 70, 80, 90 years old and they've lived all of those years and, and especially if they've walked all of that time, mm-hmm. you know, with the Lord, like the wisdom that is there, the trust that is there. Like speaking of trust, you know, they have trusted the Lord with their entire life, you know, and um, have probably more than once come against times where they had to surrender everything and really trust the Lord for whatever it was, you know, um, that they were coming up against in their 70 or 80 years, you know? So yeah, yeah, super, super cool. So yeah. um, So that's a little bit about Eli. (laughs) and Eli's church so are you guys open by the way are y'all like having services uh, and man it's so it's such a blessing so uh back in May Kansas started to do the phase in back into like uh out of the quarantine Mm -hmm. of the shutdown and so uh they started a slow phase into the church and then um so that I was not part of the first Sunday they were doing by our small groups were because our church is about 600, 700 people on a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they did a small phase in at a time, like 60 people spread out throughout the church. Mm-hmm. And then our senior pastor 
um, had basically, you know, heard everyone singing behind him was like, we need to get back together. Yeah. And so a week, they, they, they looked at it and a week later we were all back together. Um, and at the time that was before Kansas had issued a mask mandate. And so we, we didn't have to wear a mask. It was optional. Yeah. Um, but now Kansas has a mask mandate. So in compliance with this county and stuff, our church has uh, negotiated where we can't, we have to wear a mask in the building and when we're walking around or when we're serving on the, we just opened the coffee bar back up two weeks ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I guess that's have... a little bit different for you guys because like, um, you know, here, like if, if you're a, a church or religious organization or whatever, and the building is only used for that, they, they don't have, you don't have to wear a mask here um, mm-hmm. because they can't, I guess they can't mandate. It. I don't, you guys don't at me because I don't know what all the rules are. I just know that if you're yeah. a religious organization, you don't have to do that. And so for you guys, it's different, though, because you are open to the public in the coffee shop area. So the building is not just used for, you know, yeah. church. Well, we so. haven't we haven't opened the coffee bar back up during the week yet. That's still a ways off. Yeah. Uh, so we're not open to the public for that. We're only open the coffee bar on Sunday mornings during church. Gotcha. Um, but what we're do is. Once you sit down at your chair, uh, you can take your mask off for the whole service. Got it. Yeah. Kind of like when you go into a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, you know, the, the, the germs don't, don't move around when you're sitting down. <laughs> I guess not. But, I mean, I don't, have to, I don't have to wear a mask when I sing and worship Come anymore. On. Which We did yes. that for one week, and that was That's hard. awful. That's awful. I know California is, like, dealing with some of that right now, and. Of course, I'm probably speaking out my butt there, but I do know that it's an issue there. So, um, oh yeah, it's um, definitely an issue. Yeah. But yeah. So whenever you said, um, that you wanted to talk about, you know, trusting the Lord immediately, the, the verse, you know, the scripture that came to mind for me was Proverbs three, five, and six, um, Mm. trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. I have more than once in my life had to (laughs) refer back to that, like, okay, what does it really mean to acknowledge him? What does it really mean to trust the Lord with all of my heart, like, and to lean on him and not on my own understanding, you know, because trusting in something is leaning into it. You know, if you, if you you trust a chair, right. (laughs) I mean, let's just, let's just be honest. Like, if you don't trust that a chair is sturdy enough, you ain't going to sit on that bad boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's the same. Like if we're, we're trusting the Lord, we're, we're going to lean into him and leaning into him is putting all of our, our weight on him, all of our burden, all of, all of who we are, everything in our life, you know, trusting him. And so that's immediately where my, where my mind went. Um, so where did the Lord take you? He took me to uh, Daniel. Uh, not a particular verse, but um, just with everything going on with COVID and the election coming up, you know, with just trusting in his sovereignty that God has a plan through it all. Um, God is the Lord of all and he will raise leaders. He will bring about viruses. He'll take away viruses, you know, he'll take away leaders. And we just need to trust him in that. Yeah. You know, there's been a lot of discussion on, okay, did God, did God, um, you know, basically kind of curse us with this, 
with this virus, um, with this pandemic. I I think we cursed ourselves. Come on, dude. (laughs) Do we need to talk about the Israelites? You know what I mean? Um, Like, Like, it's hard because we're not God, right? So we can't say whether or not God brought this on, but we can lean on the promises of, you know, of scripture. And we know that in Romans 8, 28, he tells us that he can work all in all things to the good of those that love him. So even in this, um, even in this pandemic, if it's not something that, that the Lord did bring about as a curse, you know, or what have you, um, he can still work in it. You know, he can still, Mm -hmm. he can still turn the things to good. And regardless of how people feel about the leadership of our country, right. Um, he does, he does give the authority and he is still the ruler and the reign the he reigns over all, all of our leaders. Right. (laughs) Amen. Um, and so, you know, he can, he can use those leaders regardless. We're all men and we all fail and we all fall short. Right. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that he, he can't use us even in our falling short. You know, you said he, you know, he uses leaders. You just made me think about back to the early church with, uh, Nero, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nero was killing Christians left and right, putting them on stakes and burning them as human torches. And Paul tells the early church, trust in the Lord. He puts, he lays his leaders. He takes away leaders. Yeah. You know, trust. Yeah. What does trust look like for you in your life? I mean, has there been a time that you have had to just kind of surrender all control? Yeah. uh, I'd say with like my college. Um, So, you know, but your listeners don't. I'm a huge LSU fan. Go <laughs> Louisiana State University. Go Tigers. Um, and had it been up to me, I would have gone right out of high school, straight to LSU, and probably gone hundreds of thousand dollars in debt. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I just had to trust the Lord, you know. But I went to a, a junior college here in Hutch called Hutch Community College, and. It was there, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't know where I'm going to go after this school. I don't know if I'm going to a big four-year university or where I'm going, but I just got to trust the Lord. And the Lord opened a path for me to go online to where I, you know, I'm, I'm paying school off as I'm going. So I'll walk out debt-free there. And yeah. He opened up a way for me to go to a Christian college so I can get a Christian education. And yeah, I just had to trust him there. You know, um, what that reminds me of, like, I was reading in my study Bible at one point, and I can recall that there there was a place, and I think it was under all of the Proverbs stuff. I can't remember for sure. But anyway, it just says that, that God is such a, he's a, he's so much better of a judge of what we need, you know, over what we are. Like, he knows mm. what we need far far beyond what we can even comprehend number one, but he knows what we need more than what we, than we do. You know, um, even if we think that we've got it all figured out, you knew that, okay, I know I'm supposed to go to LSU. This has been my dream forever. Um, and this is what I'm going to do, but God's sitting, sitting there going, yeah, but that's not what I have for you, Eli. And you could have gotten, you know, you could have got your panties in a wad about that. You could. Which I did a couple of times, but, <laughs> but you also trusted him, you know, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I remember like there's, it's, it's crazy because, and I think I've shared on, you know, a podcast or, or two, I don't remember, but you know, just, I, I, 
I love my career. You know, I, I, I'm in risk management and insurance. I'm able to, to know a little about a lot and to be able to partner with lots of different companies and help them in their risk strategies and build programs for them and what have you. But I know that there's a higher calling on my life. And so I've been kind of doing this, um, you know, bivocational type. Obviously, I'm not on staff at a church right this moment, but for several years, I've been bivocational, um, you know, as a pastor or some sort Mm -hmm. of steward. And so um, nonetheless, like I remember whenever I had first this was, I guess, in 16, maybe I had accepted the position of the youth pastor at San Jacinto Church. And that was like in November of 16, maybe. And so mm-hmm. fast forward to like February, I think it was of 17. Um, no, actually, no, it was January. It was January 21st. Um, and the Lord was like super clear on some things or what have you. And so he kept impressing upon me that I needed to have like an exit strategy conversation with my boss at high point. Mm. And I'm like, Whoa, like you have to remember Eli and listeners, like, you know, I, I make a good living and, you know, we're able. Yeah. She has a two and a half bath house. (laughs) Okay. That's a joke. But (laughs) (laughs) we, yes, Eli, when he, when he, he's like, you have three bathrooms. Like what? Um, but anyway, it's so, you know, we, and we like our living, you know, and Max makes, makes good money too. Like, don't get me wrong, but, um, I've been the breadwinner for a good portion of our, of our relationship. So going in and saying, Hey, Heather, like, I think that we need to talk about me not working here anymore. Essentially. Um, I'm going, Whoa, God, like this is way premature. Like we don't need to be doing this. Mm-hmm. I just accepted this position in November and now here it is January. And you want me to quit my job? Like, are you kidding? And, um, and now mind you, I don't even know if I was getting a salary at that point <laughs> from the yeah. church, you know, um, if I was, it was super nominal. So like very insignificant in the big scheme of things. And so I just remember leaving cause I, it was not my hand picking up the phone and making the phone call to Heather saying, Hey, I feel like we need to meet for lunch. And this was on a Saturday, Eli, you know, and she's going, Mm -hmm. um, okay. You know, and I, we met up for lunch at Johnny Tamales. And I just remember before I left, I told Max, I was like, you realize depending on how this conversation goes, we will be putting the house on the market like today, you know? And, um, he said, I know, but, I trust the Lord for whatever it is that he's doing. And we Mm -hmm. agreed, you know, we prayed and we trusted whatever God was doing in that moment. Like we just had to step out. We had to trust him for whatever it was. And when I walked into Johnny Tamales, before I even sat down, Eli, like I was like, Heather, I feel like we need to have an exit strategy conversation. And that in that moment, the Lord spoke to me and this was one of those few times. Cause I think there's only been like three times in my life that I've audibly heard the Lord speak to me. And yeah. this was, this was one of those times. And he said, that's all I needed you to do. And it was literally my Abraham moment, you know, of like taking my sacrifice, my, my, my job, you know, um, my livelihood, everything that I've worked so hard for um, and bringing it, you know, to the mm-hmm. altar. And he has just been so gracious. Like I've been able to do both for all of these years now. And the high point's been amazing. But if I had not trusted him in that step, I don't know what it would look like right now. 
You know what I yeah. mean? I don't, yeah. I don't know. So that was a huge t- t- moment for me. And I know it was huge for you in college, like, and for our listeners, you know, there's been so many times that they've had to trust the Lord with health concerns, you know, with their kids, mm-hmm. like wayward kids. Um, that's so hard, you know? So, yeah, it's, you know, I, I don't know how many of your listeners are like your former students or whatever, but like, as someone who's only 21, you know, and college is a tough decision. There's a lot of stress that comes with it. Yeah. And it should be able to say, Lord, I'm, I'm taking this off of my back, off of my chest, and I'm giving it to you, and I'm trusting in you to provide a way for me to, if maybe not, you know, maybe God's providing a way some people may not go to college. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, hey, I'm not an trust. advocate for, for not going to college, but college isn't for everyone, you know? You mm-hmm. gotta you gotta listen to the Lord, be willing to listen. You know, maybe it's a trade school or something like that, but just say, Lord, I'm taking this off of my chest and I'm giving it to you. So his ways are so much higher than ours. Amen. <laughs> we, we must always be willing to listen to God and allow, um, not allow our pride to get into, in the way. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. Man, pride will be the fall. I got a verse here. It's Isaiah 26, four, and it's trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. Mm, yeah. So, you know, God is the rock. And we can put all of our stresses, all of our worries onto him. And he will provide. And we can trust in that forever. Yeah. I um, I just posted today a little bit ago on social media, like this little uh, boomerang of me like celebrating and I'm like is my happy too loud um <laughs> <laughs> okay because... uh, is this on Instagram because I need to see this yeah it's on Instagram Facebook but you know it came from there's a movie called um we bought a zoo I don't know if you've seen it I love okay so like the, they, the quality of the movie obviously could have been a little better, but the message was amazing. Yeah. And there's a, there's a part in the, in the story. I shared this at a conference this past week, but um, that there, there's a part in the movie where the little girl was like, they're happy is too loud. And I'm like, that's exactly what my prayer is. Like I, you know, we do have, we have trials in our life. Like this, this little girl is sitting there and lost her mom, you know what I mean? But um, mm. she had such a joy and we're, you know, in, in the depict, like the joy comes from the Lord, you know, our joy comes from the Lord. And regardless mm. of what our circumstances, regardless of where we are, we're not a victim to our circumstance. We're not a victim to whatever the, the, the burdens are in our life. You know, our joy, our happiness comes from the Lord. And my prayer is that our happy is too loud. It's so loud that everyone around us wants to be a part of it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, sorry, not sorry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I just, you know, you want everybody to find that joy and regardless of what the circumstances in their life. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. We have bad days, right? There's stinky things mm-hmm. that happen and we're human. And so we're going to get frustrated. We're going to get angry. We're going to be hurt. But that's so short lived in the big scheme of things because this life is but a vapor, you know? And so like, we it's short lived whenever you live right alongside with the Lord and you are trusting him mm-hmm. um, and you the Holy Spirit dwells in you like the same power that raised Jesus from the grave. You know what I mean? And dwells in you. And so like 
how long can you stay there? How long can you stay in, in the pits of suffering? Like we live in suffering because Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really kind of a promise from the Lord, honestly. Right. I think, um, yeah, I have to look while we're talking, but I know that, you know, obviously there's scripture that says, Hey, to, to follow Christ is to, to have a life of suffering. It's, it's in Mm -hmm. the example of Christ, you know? And so, but we don't, we don't live there. You know, yeah. we, trust, we trust him in the, and, and we find joy in that. Uh, I'm in an area right now where I'm just having to trust the Lord with like a lot of things from relationships to careers to my future. Mm. It's just like trust. The Lord's telling me to trust him. So Well, you went and bought a house now, so I can't just move you down to Texas. Um. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of glad to be in Hutchison, though. Like, I love my house. Yeah, it's a total bachelor pad. Mm. That's kind of scary, dude. <laughs> well, see, I, I just need to find the right girl now. <laughs> hey, we have an available bachelor, you guys. This has now become the dating show, and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, trust in the Lord. <laughs> he has. You know what? I mean, he's already got somebody set aside just for you. You know, yep. and. That's for others listening out there too. You know, there's people in all walks of life that listen to this podcast and some, you know, are in their forties and don't have a spouse and some are in their twenties and don't have a spouse, but you know, the Lord's got somebody for you or he may not, but either way, you've got to trust, right? Amen. He's, he's a father to the fatherless. He's a husband to the husbandless. He he's, he's everything that we need. So um, Psalm nine ten, um, and those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Mm. That's beautiful. He will not ever forsake us. And to forsake somebody is to abandon that person. And we know that that God promises that He will never abandon us. Right? Yep. I mean, once once you are in the flock, you are in the flock until. For eternity. Yeah. It doesn't mean that we won't, that we'll escape loss or suffering, but it does mean mm. that we are forever, forever in the family, forever, forever with the King. And I find yeah. comfort in that for sure. Especially uh, with the loss that, that, yeah, you got to find comfort in there when you have losses in your life. So. Absolutely. It seems like there's been so many of, my friends lately, um, that have lost loved ones, you know, and I know that you've experienced loss too. Um, yeah, 2020 has not been a good year for me. So I think that a lot, I think a lot of people are right there. I just saw a shirt that said, um, I can't remember at the time. It was kind of like when you rate like a podcast or whatever, you know what I mean? And you've got like the five stars and you can select one star. And yeah. it's got one star and it's like, do not recommend. And it says year 2020 or something. Yeah, I saw that shirt. And I'm like, I need that shirt. <laughs> but listen, I thought about that too. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Like, I I need to get one of those. But then I thought, you know what? No, because so much good has come out of 2020. You know, it's, it's our choice, right? Like, yeah. We get to choose how we show up every single day. We get to choose how we show up in 2020 and 2021. Yeah, until... Did you hear that ring? There's a little echo here. 
Yeah, my phone just tried to ring. Sorry, guys. I told Eli before beforehand. I don't edit, so whatever it is, it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is life. This is life. Um, yeah. But we are we are right at the thirty minute mark, so um, we're probably going to shut down here. Try to keep it that that way, so people can listen to their podcasts on their car rides. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You guys, it takes you, what, like 30 minutes to get from one area to the other? <laughs> Pretty much. Anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just listen to these at night when I'm working. So I love it. I love it. Well, I love you to pieces. I think that you are precious. God is doing <laughs> amazing things in your life. Continue to follow him every single step of the way. Um, you know, always seek him for guidance like you do. And um, do that before you take the step. <laughs> Will do. And I love you. I love your podcast. I enjoy listening to it every week at work. Oh, you're um, so sweet. It's 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 hilarious at times. I'll be stalking something in the frozen section and I hear Becky say something. And I'm like, eh, that's Becky. <laughs> we just want to be an encouragement, man. We just want to be a light in this and in, in the in the midst of the darkness. We want to be a light. So Amen. Um, just trust the Lord. That's it. That's it. So thank you so much for joining me today, Eli. Thank you listeners for joining us and just know that until next time you are so very, very loved. See